The following podcast is presented by Hormone Logics. Discover your ageless health. And now, part two of the Ascension Mentality Podcast. Welcome back to the Ascension Mentality Podcast. We have our guest, Joanna Dara. She is a bodybuilder, and she's also a hormone specialist and a dietitian, And a cancer survivor. And a cancer survivor. So in this um, part of our segment, we're going to just kind of learn more about her journey. I think, um, you know, we heard a lot about the practice and how that functions, and we're just kind of going to dive in a little bit more of, you know, we're interested in you and your, your, um, ascension essentially. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. Um, I know when we, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, my, my story itself with the, the cancer diagnosis and coming out of it, um, the change it made to me mentally, emotionally, mm. um, you know, from a business standpoint, but, it, it took a lot for me to, I became fearful of the competitive world again, because mm-hmm. now I'm solely reliant upon medication to keep my, my life going because yeah. I no longer have a thyroid anymore. I don't have, that's a main functionality for our bodies to work. Um, I was so fearful to be vain. I was fearful. I was going to gain the weight. I was mm-hmm. gonna, Even though you know this from a medical standpoint, I knew this what I had to do, but it's fearful. So I kind of have put my bodybuilding has been on hold now for the last couple of years while Jamie's still checking in with my coach every week. There is no, I still follow my macros. I still do everything. And don't get me wrong. I fall off plenty. I'm human. But, um, and then I do my check-in and I'm like, I got this nothing is it. for you. I don't know. <laughs> it's just my week. I didn't sleep. I was tired. Yeah. But because of that, um, Finally, just within this in April, she was like, "I'm done babying you. It's time to get you mm. back up on that stage." I have not been on stage since we tried prepping in 2018, and that's when the whole thing started. So it's been a long four years. The two years I had to wait to get cleared because of um, the cancer diagnosis, yeah. I could not. I had to make sure I stabilized my medication. But here we are now, and the goal is 2023 to be back on stage again. Um, love to get my pro card next year that was what I was shooting for in 2018 I'm just gonna say like it's amazing for Jamie to just kind of be with you through all of that too just have like that support system can you uh, talk about that cry when I talk about yeah let's talk yeah, about it she is she is um she is just one incredible woman she really is to have we are so blessed because this community that we're in when I had mentioned earlier that how this has evolved over the last 12 years that I've really started getting into bodybuilding um, and competing. It's just been an incredible involvement of it from the way the women look mm-hmm. now compared to the way we oh, were yeah. before too and what, what we need to look like to step on stage as a pro and what, as beautiful as it is 
Um, but having this camaraderie of women that we do on Fit Body Fusion and having Jamie and all a lot of the other teams out there, I mean, they're incredible. I work, I'm so blessed to work with so many of them and they have just a beautiful camaraderie of women. But the part that I can say about Jamie is she guided me in the times where I didn't have to be strong um, mm. because I'm supposed to be strong for everybody else. I'm supposed to figure it all out. I have this persona that, oh, call Joanna or email Joanna. She'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. Yeah. And I could yeah. barely hold my head above water trying to figure out me. A cancer diagnosis is no fun. Um, whether it's skin cancer or breast cancer, um, it took me two years to say the word cancer, which I didn't realize. Mm. I would always say I'm sick. When I was sick, when I was sick, and it took my therapist, which I have no problem saying I go to, um, my therapist was like, you have to say, yeah. when I had cancer, I had cancer. And it took me two years to do that. Um, mm. Having Jamie on this journey and talking to her, she became, she's mama bear. She has her athlete's best intention in mind. And you know, I have not stepped on stage since 2017, and she has never once treated me like I was any less than our amazing Olympians that are right. on stage. Every week I get a response. And um, to have the guidance with the right coaches, to have the team of girls that stand by you when you're standing backstage and a tag isn't out, isn't in, and they're still tucking, tucking it in, in for you <laughs> rather than letting you, that says a lot, yeah. believe it or not. So um, having a coach is important. Um you know, you know, it's just, it's important to have somebody there that you can be accountable to so that you're not constantly having to do it yourself. I may not, I may know what to do. I just like having somebody else tell me what to do. And she has just been incredible. She's become my friend. Um, the, you know, like I said, I, I feel very, very blessed. How did you, um, I think she was put in my life. How did uh, right hormone? Time. How did hormone logics get connected? It was just kind of your connection because Jamie was your coach. Is that kind of the evolution of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because I had been working here and she became my coach and really just started listening to me. I was talking to the girls about stuff all the time, and she's like, "Joanna, this is what we don't have." Yeah. Like, a lot of these teams, a lot the girls just. It's about taking stuff, looking good on stage. You're up there for 15 seconds, literally. Mm. Like you look good for those 15 seconds, but what has it done to our insides yeah. long-term if we're not doing it right? I'm horrified and, with, uh, you know, obviously follow a lot of um, competitors on Instagram and some of the things that people are putting in their bodies as far as even just like nutrition. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're doing that during prep and, and then what happens, right? Just like a lot of just like processed junk. That's not, not good for you in any realm of the world, but you know, competitors are like, Oh, I'm just going to eat all this crap to bulk up or whatever it is, you know? And, um, I, all I keep thinking is like, what, it, what are the long-term effect, long effects of all of that, right? They're not thinking about it. No. And that's, that's it. Like, if you have the right coach, they will make sure that your baseline, they know what they're working with, whether it's blood work or, you know, Dutch tests or, you know, DNA tests, or whatever it is that they need for their baseline. But if they have their baseline, but they know the longevity of this sport only comes from being healthy overall, not right. 
healthy for the sport. Um, your gut becomes a big player in this. And we have so many women with gut issues for that mm-hmm. reason alone, Amy, that eat that just junk. And when they come in there, we do GI mapping here, which is a gut testing. Um, That's what I'm going through right now. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. So that GI mapping is amazing because it's an easy at home stool test, but it will, it, we find so many women have, I mean, and as we can talk openly, like you just said, you know, John, I know what works for me and I just kind of, and you weren't even going off the deep end with some of the junk that we see, but mm-hmm. you just kind of fell into, I was just eating some of the things that I know better that, you know, and you needed like kind of a, Hey, Amy, you know better. And now you're, your gut was telling you, hey, you hey know, here's you're your red done. Light. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no more protein powder for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joanna, yeah. you, and one I of your sayings is trust your gut, right? And a lot of people say that, but I think that's one of your like go to lines. Mm-hmm. Um, one of Amy's 100%. kind of things about the gut is the reason that you're supposed to t- trust your gut is because of the biology of it. Right. You yeah. want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. So, I mean, I talk a lot about um, gut brain connection and mental health, too, and following your gut and how, how they're interconnected. And my favorite visual of it, and it's kind of gross, people cringe <laughs> a little bit, but if you were to slice the body in two by your nose, right, your gut. And, and then open it up. Open it up. Your, your gut and your brain almost look identical. So that like, that's just a visual of how connected the gut and your brain are, right? Because I think a lot of people, even just mentally in my world, have so much trouble trusting that gut instinct and trusting that like, you know, you are kind of all knowing in your own journeys, right? You know, when something's wrong. And um, I, I hope that you know, more people are aware of that and, and can start to follow their their gut. You know, unfortunately, and again, I try not to knock anybody else's way of doing things, but in, you know, general medicine world, they will treat symptoms. Yeah. Um, mm. So you're sad. You Here's a pill. Seem depressed. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the pill to fix the sadness. Right. Don't worry I'm, about the side okay, effects, though. Somebody needs, right. But and if somebody needs to be on it, I'm. That that's what you need to be on. But did they ask you what you eat? Eighty percent right. of your serotonin is made in your gut. Wow. Eighty percent. Your gut's not healthy. How is your brain going to be healthy? Right. What I always you say know, to clients is, uh, I I always say to clients like, hey, you know, what did you eat? How are you sleeping? Tell me about your exercise, right? And if somebody's like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm depressed. And I went to Dunkin' Donuts five days this week. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Don't, you're, don't tell me that you're depressed then if we're, if we're doing this to our body and brain, essentially. Do you think that Dunkin' Donuts five days a week is going to fuel your brain properly and provide you with a stable mood? The answer is no, right? So Joanna, I wanted to find out like from you as you're, you know, maybe giving people advice specifically about diets or maybe it's just routines. Is there like a certain morning routine that you recommend in terms of food or caffeine? Cause I think a lot of people that are very busy, right? They get up in the morning, cup of coffee, maybe a banana, maybe a banana and they're out the door. And I would imagine that's like the opposite of what you would say, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. So what is like a really good morning routine? 
that you would recommend? Yeah. I mean, me particularly, again, everybody's different. I do think fuel in the morning is very important. Um, you know, some people do the fasted cardio and, you know, that's everybody's got their reasoning whether it works or it doesn't work. But for me particularly, I make sure that my vitamins are taken every morning. I'm on a little bit of a different plan. I have to wake up early or take my thyroid medication and give myself enough time to really let it digest for at least an hour before I'm getting up and starting my morning. So I throw my phone in my mouth, lay there, I kind of do some meditation, get myself going for the day, um, and then get up and start my day. Some mornings it is going to be, I, and I've been really big and I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but I've been using the mud water a lot um, in the morning, which I tend to like. Um, does it taste the best? Maybe not, but does I it taste like mud? myself being eat, um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little dirt to it, but, you know, a little earthy, but, um, I, I do that, but I do think that I, for me, it's not really about the caffeine. I think it was. Hey, Amy, we have a great sponsor on board, Hormone Logics. Yeah, they're actually my hormone doctors, so I think they're pretty awesome. They do hormone replacement therapies to revive energy and strength so that you can continue to feel younger, longer. They do bioidentical hormones, menopause therapy, andropause therapy. They help men with things like ED, low T, sleep regulation. They help you to have a more satisfying sex life, improved mood, improved cognition, healthier skin, bones, and hair. How does somebody get in touch with Hormone Logics? You can visit their website at www.hormonelogics.com. Stop missing out on living your best life and be the best version of yourself. More about that routine of getting up, sitting with my pups in the morning on the couch, having some time to myself before I had to like get into my day, just wake up and so for me it was the hands and mouth thing so I found myself drinking coffee a ton in the morning just drinking my Nespresso my shot but what I realized it was I was doing an injustice to myself because I know better my cortisol levels which is your stress hormone were starting to be affected um so I was like I gotta find what works for me with the hands and mouth thing in the morning started drinking my greens every morning Mm. um and I would just I mix my greens with my, you know, all of my, my supplements that I put together for my greens in. Do you press it too? Or do you have a, like a, a fruit or a vegetable, like food presser? I do. Processor? Yep. I do. Juicer. And I make mine. Yeah. And I put them in mason jars. So, um, and then I make enough for the week and then I just, I'll drink my greens in the morning, but at least it was like the hand to mouth thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I could sit with my dogs and kind of on the couch and decompress a little bit before my day starts. And then, my breakfast is going to be different each morning, depending upon if I what what body routine I'm doing that day. So I'll have a heavier carb when I'm going to the gym to lift and do legs or back. Um, and some mornings it's just if I'm just doing you know my cardio that morning, I'll do my egg whites that morning. I do eat a lot of plant more plant based foods. I am not vegan or vegetarian or any of the sorts. I love my red meat, but I do find for my body what works better is just a lighter breakfast in the morning, unless it's a heavier carb day. Um, So I do a lot of veggies in my breakfast in the morning, um, egg whites. And then on the other days, I will do a sourdough bread. No, it's not completely gluten-free. I do like to say mostly gluten-free, but I do eat sourdough bread in the morning because I don't do well with oats. Just like Amy, 
just I, I was trying. I've tried the ones that are completely gluten-free. I just don't do well yeah. with it. My body doesn't digest. But food in the morning for me is what starts your day. Um, but mentally what starts my day is finding the routine that worked for me on the couch with my pups, digressing. Even if sometimes I'm rolling through a, a good podcast or social media, um, something that I want to look at, not all of the nonsense stuff that already sets my day. My intentions are set by based on what I see in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if I'm watching, scrolling through Facebook and I see everybody being negative about something going on yeah. or seeing awful stuff, it's inevitable that your day is already preset for that. Mm. So I find what makes me happy, you know, animals, puppies, babies. I don't want any more babies, but all of those things. I want yeah. Other people's babies. Um, yeah. I definitely have a baby reel on Instagram that keeps me going for sure. <laughs> They're so cute. Watch the cute little like little people like that are like their kids are dressed and like running around in these yeah. cute little designer clothes. I'm like, I love this. They're and so I send cute. it to my son. Not yet, but one day you're gonna give <laughs> make me a Nona. That's all I want. So, so Joanna, um, you uh, competed. I think you said the last time in 2018, right? 17. 17. 17. And so. Um, was that your first show? You just, does that like. No, sir. I have done. I can't tell you how many, but I've been competing since 2011. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So 2011 to now, um, I'm sure that a lot's changed. You know, you've matured, you've grown, you've figured some things out, but how has that impacted your relationships? Like with those close to you, maybe with your son, you know, he's a young man now. So like, he's probably looking at pics of his mom and saying like, holy cow, like. I don't all of the women look like this, um, but like in bo- in the bodybuilding world, how has doing all of these shows kind of impacted some of your relationships? Um, it's sad, but certain people don't really understand the world of, you know, competing because they, you know, and so if my life with certain people was about going out and they want to go have drinks all the time and that's, they don't, they have to go to dinner all the time and do that. I don't have a problem going to dinner and sitting there and eating what fits my macros at that point, but mm-hmm. you can see the ones that were frustrated with it. And that's fine because at that particular time, they weren't right for me in my life. Yeah. Um, I've gone through, you know, I've, I've made my elimination based upon healthy habits. Um, my, I've been dating, I've been with the same person for 10 years. I, we had a small brief breakup for a two year um and he you know he he's very different than I am he does his same he doesn't listen to me at all and he doesn't follow my routine he doesn't want to work out with me he's not like that at all he doesn't even look like a bodybuilder he doesn't um but he respects me and he's like let me know if you're in first call outs, I'll come to the night show. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it uh, used to be. Yeah. Then it evolved into much more, a lot more shows across the country. Um, and he'll fly out and he'll be there. Does he love it? No. Does he think that it's crazy? Sure. But does he love me and respect me and appreciate me? And I'm sure he loves the fact that I look good, you know, and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 47 years old at this point. So at 47, you're, you're, you're going to make your, your body changes. It's yeah. very, very difficult to look and attain and achieve a certain goal without being in totality, your diet, the alcohol consumption, the, you know, outside of this, I mean, anybody can go get Botox, but 
but if you're not healthy on the inside, that Botox is going to wear off really, really quick. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to need more Botox. So it's all about your skin, your health. So he respects it. Um, my parents are both, I'm blessed, but they're both in, you know, active adults. My dad still works out every morning mm-hmm. and runs a very successful business. My mom still works and goes to work every day. And, and my son, if I were to show you pictures of him, he is, uh, he's incredible. I have him pop in here, but he's incredible. He's uh, six foot four and two hundred and you know thirty pounds of muscle, probably eleven percent body fat. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we probably have like the yeah. same body type. Not a big deal. <laughs> So one of the things that Amy and I have noticed, you know, Amy's, um, deep into the bodybuilding. Um, I go to the gym. I don't, I'm not a bodybuilder, but I go to the gym. But one thing I've noticed is how it affects the kids. And that's, I guess what I was kind of thinking about with you and and your son's an adult, so he's not a child, but he's kind of grown up seeing his mom be really healthy. Yeah. And especially in his twenties now, you know, you're, you've kind of like changed what in his mind, like what a successful looking and feeling lifestyle and partner might be. And I'm just curious, like how, how that relationship has been impacted. If you could maybe touch on that just for a second, like how his mindset's kind of changed about what he's looking for in a partner because of the example that you've set. So, um, he's a, a pretty deep kid, you know, he's, Grew up with me. My my his dad and I separated when he was two, so it, we, it was mostly me and him for a long time. So he's a, he's a mama's boy, as some people would say, but you would never know. But he's just a warm soul. He's an old soul. Um, he gets it. He's been in three long relationships. He's twenty seven. He's had three long relationships, and the girl that he's with now was his best friend in middle school. Mm-hmm. They've been together for three years now. She's stunning and beautiful, and on the outside and inside, but he will only gravitate all three of the relationships he's been in only gravitates to somebody who has a healthy lifestyle. They were either cheerleaders, softball players, they eat healthy. And listen, I see them, they go out, they, I mean, they'll have, send me a picture of what they were eating over the yeah, weekend. I mean, they're in their twenties, like, right? Yeah. They're probably not, uh, yeah. they're having fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they, and he lives his life. Um, he, but he, he would never date anybody who smokes. He would never date anybody who and again everybody they're their own he's the vape pens are a big thing right now he's disgusted by it you know those types of things like he's just raised in a healthy home um i won't lie and say when i was a kid and struggling trying to figure it out on my own that i haven't driven through mcdonald's when he was two years old i, I absolutely did I we've all I done that yeah far, perfect i mean listen it, i would be lying to say it we don't all we don't have it right a hundred percent but I always say whatever I did do, even though when I thought I was screwing up this entire life of his, I must have done something right yeah. because who he is today has made me realize I must have done something right because mm. he genuinely is a healthy, knock on wood, versatile person who knows what he wants in life and he's killing the game mm. with it too. But he's in the gym. Sometimes too much. I told him he doesn't listen either. Actually, I'm like, stop, take a day off. Like, you well, no, you know, they were just in Italy, and he came back like from Italy on vacation, and like, mom, you have no idea. I mean, we ate. Well, that doesn't mean you have to work out seven hours a day then because right. of it to make up for it. But he still has that, you know, big bro mentality. But it, I do believe that you are going to raise your children to be and emulate 
what you want them to be. Um, and they will follow suit because it's what they know. And they're going to see mom on stage. And, you know, some of his friends, seeing that we're so close in age, it was hard for him, I'm sure, seeing his mom up there in an itty-bitty bikini, like, you know, he's in college. <laughs> Yeah, it's know, it's it's, it's weird for our kids too. Yeah, I mean our our daughter is um thirteen, and I just I just gave our her oldest, yeah. social media, and she's like, "Mom, you know all my friends follow you on on Instagram. It's kind of weird." I'm they like, all see your butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's well. exactly it. And imagine having like a you know college kid, yeah, a boy playing college football in Orlando, like saying, "Yeah, I, I feel bad," but you know. At the end of the day, I said, if it bothers you, you need to let me know. And he said, no. He's like, I'm so proud of you. That's like, awesome. I am so proud of you. So, well, we're proud of you too, yeah, Joanna. Thanks so much. your children. Thanks so much for your time today. We have uh, uh, Joanna from Hormone Logistics, uh, bodybuilder. Logics. Logics, excuse me. <laughs> That's okay. Cancer survivor. Everybody does it. Proud mama. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to wrap up this session today, but we're going to thank you for coming. And this was amazing. Um, I feel like we could have three more of these with you because you're just like a wealth of knowledge. And um, thank you for helping. You know, being a helper is such a important and, you know, important profession. Um, and I refer everybody to it, Joanna. They're like, oh, something's wrong. I'm like, talk to Joanna. Get your labs done. So thank you. Yeah, no, I... I can't thank you guys enough and I can't thank you enough, Amy, for trusting me with yourself personally and your girls that come to me. Um, you know, if we can make a community where women believe what they're feeling and trust what they're feeling and are seeking out the help and educating them, they can help other women the same way. We're doing a pretty good job because this bodybuilding world could go array if, yeah. if people don't understand their health well. and Luckily, we're with a good team and good people around us. So, again, I always appreciate you and and you as well, Matt. I appreciate you very much too. So, thanks for keeping Thank uh, my wife healthy. Healthy. <laughs> All right. See ya. All right, guys. Thank I you. hope you guys have a great one. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. This is Amy Wilhelmy. I'm the owner of Balance Wellness Collective. It's a holistic and integrative mental health practice located in St. Charles, Illinois, and telehealth. All of Illinois, we see individuals, adults, families, children, and adolescents. We are primarily family-focused and also do divorce mediation. It is a mind, body, and spirit approach to care. You can find us at www.balancewellnesscollective.com. So we just had Joanna Dara on from Hormone Logic. She talked to us about her journey and hormone health, and that was a really interesting segment. I mean, I could nerd out on all that. Um, She's super smart. Medical stuff for a while. Like, I just want to like talk to her. I wonder what it's like <laughs> to be her son. I was trying to be very gentle, but also direct, and like figuring out how a college age man is like, you know, having his mom be a bodybuilder. Yeah. I mean, she's young. She had them when she was what, 18, 19? She said they're 20 years apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting journey for our family as well. You know, it already is with our 13 year old being like, oh, yeah, my mom's in, it's on social media in a bikini. But um, I, you know, I was really impressed that she was open with her cancer story. I thought it was interesting. It took her like two years to say the C word, you know, 
that would be hard. Yeah. She said she had to go to her therapist and her therapist made her say it. Yeah. Good therapy. Go therapy. Go therapy. <laughs> We're looking is... forward to having more guests that are just as smart as Joanna. Yeah. That, that was, was a good one. That was awesome. Thank you for joining us with the Ascension Mentality Podcast. I'm Amy Wilhelmy. And I am Matt Wilhelmy. We'll talk to you soon. Have you ever been stuck in life? If I got a book for you, Ascension Mentality, written by Amy Wilhelmy, public speaker, athlete, and licensed therapist. In her book, Amy takes us through a raw and vulnerable journey as she unravels from childhood trauma and navigates her career, marriage, and parenthood. She takes us on a deep dive into her life and how when emotions are left unprocessed, they seep into adulthood as she tries to navigate the task of growing up. You cannot change what you did. You cannot change what has happened to you, but you can change how you feel about it. You can let go of what is holding you back. When you process and unwind trauma, you don't lose what made you strong. You only lose what no longer serves you. To ultimately be a better human, friend, parent, partner, coworker, daughter or son, and leader. It's time to let go. Ascension Mentality. This has been an Ascension Mentality podcast. Hit subscribe for all the latest episodes. For more information, visit ascensionmentality.com. Ascension Mentality, making mental gains.